Welcome to another edition of My View from the Top. I'm John Morris, and joined, as always, by the man on top, Bishop Gregory Parks. And Bishop, it's summertime, a lot of people on vacations, and a lot of people, like myself, who just returned, often looking for places to go to Mass. And there's some different applications and so forth that we can find on the computer to help us find those places. Sure, John. You know, it's uh, there's a saying that we never take a vacation from our faith, and uh, that's certainly true for many of us during the summer is we want to make sure that we continue to go to Mass whenever possible. Now, having said that, sometimes it's not possible because of a particular area or country that we might be in. But um, there is a resource called masstimes.org. So www.masstimes.org, which lists uh, parishes all over the country and uh, also gives you the mass times at those parishes so that you and your family uh, can attend mass even while you're on the road. One of the things while I was on the road, unfortunately, I had the news channels and there was a lot of news coming out of Washington and around our country about politics, specifically how it in a roundabout way impacts our faith and impacts our church. I know recently we've had a lot of news about the border incidents and separation of children. You recently wrote an op-ed piece that appeared in the in the uh, Tampa Bay Times, and you got some feedback. Tell us a little bit about that op-ed piece in case our listeners and viewers didn't get to see it or read it, and what was the feedback that you got? Well, I would say, first of all, for all Catholics, um, that we should stay informed uh, about current events and particularly political issues that are being debated in our country and political situations that are taking place. Uh, as you said, recently at the border, there's been a lot of media attention focused to the separation of families there. Uh, the fact that children are taken from their parents and put in detention centers uh, while the parents are being processed and trying to straighten out their their status. Um, the church, of course, is advocating on behalf of these children and these families uh, that they not be separated. Uh, we see that there's a moral issue with that. And so at times when politics and religion uh, intersect, uh, the church not only has a right— but I feel an obligation to speak up about our faith. Now, having said that, whenever the church and or bishops or priests enter into the political realm, there's always going to be differing opinions. And on the border issues, uh, certainly that is the case, and I've received feedback uh, from both sides of the issue. How does that feedback, especially the negative, impact you personally? Well, I think, first of all, it, it's good for me to hear the opinions that are out there, whether they agree with me or not, because it helps to inform me of what our people are thinking. So that's a, a positive aspect. Of course, it, it just highlights the fact in my role as a teacher, as bishop, that I need to educate and to make sure that the church's position and church's teaching is put forth, hopefully for others to read and to listen to and to discern. We have our own Catholic charities here in the Diocese of St. Petersburg, but we often think of uh, in terms of our own localities. But there's Catholic charities all over the country, especially along those borders. And I know Catholic charities have been very involved in helping these people, these immigrants and these refugees get some kind of assistance. And I even saw it on the national news. You're right. In fact, uh, right now, the effort is trying to reunify the children that were separated back with their families. And uh, there's been timetables given to do that, where the government has to get these families right. back together. Catholic Charities throughout the United States is assisting 
uh, with aid and any other way that they can to try to help these children and these families who are in need. What do you think we're going to go with this? I mean, do you, do you see an eventual end and we're going to get all these kids back? And what are, what are we going to do with those that um, are deemed illegal? Yeah. Well, John, you know, as I've often said, I mean, to me, the issue here is one of a humanitarian crisis, but yet it's so much of a political issue at the moment. And I think as long as it remains at the political level, both sides are going to use the issue to try to leverage their particular side of it. Uh, Having said that, I mean, politics is a reality, but ultimately we want to reach some resolution. So perhaps there needs to be some give and take on both sides uh, that ultimately will lead to a a resolution of the current crisis, but also a, a comprehensive reform of our immigration system here in the United States going forward. I know the president of USCCB has issued documents as well as other bishops around the country that have made statements in their local news and even nationally. And when they go visit their legislators, not only you visit, you know, for the the days at the Capitol, Catholic days at the Capitol here in the state, but at the national level, do you feel like the politicians, our representatives, take to heart really the voice of the Catholic Church, or is it just one ear and out the other? I certainly hope that they do. I mean, the Catholic Church is a significant block, say voting block, here in the United States. And, of course, we have the right to express our opinion to our legislators, to our elected officials. And so it would be wise for them to listen to the Catholic voice on these issues. But ultimately, they they make their own decision and their own choices. But that doesn't prevent us from making sure that our Catholic voice is heard. Now, oftentimes... The church takes a stand on issues, not so much the politician, it's himself or herself. And recently we saw some priests in a, in a diocese across the country at a political rally, and they got some flat because they were wearing their collars. Now, I was taught that the priests, when they're out, should always wear their collars. So where do we draw the line, and, and how should we interpret that? Yeah, we, we are called as church to be engaged in the political realm. However, we also have to bear in mind that as a bishop and as a priest, when I speak on political issues, I'm speaking on behalf of the church. And so these four priests that you're referring to out in Montana attended a a rally at which President Trump was present, and they were seated right in the front row. So they had a very, very prominent position that they could be seen on TV. From what I understand, the priest said that they did not know that that's where they were going to be seated, Mm -hmm. but they agreed to be seated there. And there was quite a bit of um, negative feedback about their presence there and their demeanor during the rally. Their bishop put out a statement saying that he would address it with the priests, and just to remind them that though clerical dress is what priests wear, when we're at political events, that people see us, and the interpretation is that you're there speaking on behalf of the church. So we always have to bear that in mind. Do you as a bishop here in the Diocese of St. Petersburg have to remind your priest of that? We do. Um, We put out guidelines through the Florida Catholic Conference on engaging in political activities and the different types of activities that can take place in our parishes. So, for example, one of the things we do is to provide voter registration each year at many of our parishes as a way of assisting individuals to engage in the voting process. But what we're not permitted to do is to endorse a particular candidate a politician, or even invite a particular candidate to come to our churches to speak. That would be in violation of um, uh, of the laws for us as a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. 
What about at the seminary? Is any of this taught at the seminary to the seminarians to kind of be on guard for this kind of thing? Or does the instructor say, here's an example, this is what to do and what not to do? Well, we teach our our seminarians about ethics. Uh, That's one area that they do study and that we do try to form them in, as well as communication skills. But probably it's not one of the areas that's most emphasized in their formation. Mm -hmm. I would say much more of that training takes place once they're actually in the diocese, serving as a deacon or serving as a priest, that we do remind them of, of guidelines or things to be aware of when they are speaking with the media or making public comments. Speaking of the issues, we just had President Trump announce a new Supreme Court nominee, and a lot of people are saying that the nominee is one that is a little more conservative, and therefore it's going to help in the pro-life cause. How do you see it? Well, I, like many uh, people in our country this week, was uh, very interested to see who President Trump would nominate to, to fill the vacancy of Justice Kennedy on the court. And he did put forth Judge Brett Kavanaugh, who is, uh, we understand, a practicing Catholic, active in his parish, as well as coaching his daughter's CYO uh, basketball team. So he is a practicing Catholic. But yes, I mean, this is an important issue because of the influence that the Supreme Court has over particular uh, issues. Now, as we say, uh, the judges are called to interpret the Constitution and not to make law. And I think ultimately that's what we have to hope for in this case. I, I think one of the expectations or hopes as Catholics, as Christians, is that the issue of Roe versus Wade will come up before the court at some point and that the court will relook at that issue once again and perhaps and hopefully remand it back to the states to determine how we would go forward with hopefully overturning that decision. I know that some of the pundits that I've been listening to feel that way where they will, I think the last, was it Gorsuch or even our Justice Roberts, they thought he would be voting on one way and now that some of these issues have come forward, he's surprised a lot of people by staying more in the middle or swaying to the other side. Well, the the president, of course, has to be very careful in not making an issue like Roe versus Wade a litmus test for who he would nominate. So you can't just look at one specific issue, though that issue is of, of utmost importance to us as Catholics. However, the president did have to put somebody forth. And while you have some history with regard to his prior decisions and things that he's written, uh, it is an unknown because, first of all, you don't know all the issues that will come before the court going forward. And on occasion, as you mentioned, uh, sometimes there's a surprise. And it shows the importance of who we elect come November, regardless of whether it's the four-year election or the midterms. And we're coming up on the midterms, starting to see more commercials. So I think it's incumbent upon all of our listeners and those that are Catholic to really know the issues and know what your person is standing for. How can people find out more about what those issues might be and where those candidates stand? Well, one of the things, one of the resources that we provide here in the state of Florida is a candidate questionnaire. So as the election approaches, uh, we will be sending questionnaires to each of the candidates that are running for both local as well as state office, and we'll ask their opinion on, on issues of interest to us. And we invite them to respond. Now, 
many, unfortunately, do not. I suspect they're afraid to put of, their afraid to put their opinion out there on record. Yeah, to put it on record, and uh, you know, without maybe further explanation or or whatnot. So, uh, first of all, I would ask uh, all of our listeners who will be voting to be informed on the issues and where these candidates stand. Secondly, I would say we should pray. I always pray before I vote, uh, asking for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And um, so I would say those two things, to be informed on the issues, where candidates stand, and of course, always to bring it to prayer. You mentioned earlier that, that the church really is involved in politics in a roundabout way. What is the priest's role? I know he can't endorse a politician. Can he lean some way during the homily, or is he going to get too much flack from his parishioners? And have you been in that situation? Well, yes and yes. <laughs> we, are, we are certainly entitled to speak about issues uh, without endorsing a particular candidate. So whether it's an issue of life or whether it's an issue about immigration, uh, we can certainly preach on those things as they relate to the gospel and, and to God's word and to the moral teachings of our, of our faith. Uh, but it is a fine line. And very often, as I said earlier, when you begin to talk about political things, there are certain individuals who take offense at that and believe the church has no right to speak about political issues, whereas I feel differently. Not only do we have a right when there are issues that contradict our moral teachings, I think we have an obligation to speak out on them as well. As we close up our time, would you lead us in a prayer for our country, for the refugees that are struggling? for those that are helping these people to find safe haven, and for guidance and peace in our country. Of course. So let us pray. God, our Father, at this time in our country, we thank you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And we ask for your guidance and continued blessing as we move forward. We pray for healing where there is brokenness. And we pray for strength where there is weakness. We ask that what we do may always be in accord with your will for the good of our brothers and sisters and those we serve and for your glory. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may we close with your blessing. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>